Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. Thank you, Brent. I'm Tracy Myers, the EVP of Member Engagement for the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to today's edition of our podcast, Impact the Borough. In honor of MedWeek, we are so excited to celebrate an announcement for a new program tied to our Minority Business Accelerator. Today, I have three wonderful folks joining me. Nikita Green is our Vice President of Leadership and Diversity and Inclusion for the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Nikita. Tracy. Welcome. We also have Lou Ann Flanders Steck, our EVP of Entrepreneurship with Launch Greensboro, which is the entrepreneurial arm of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lou Ann. Happy to be here, Tracy. Thanks for including us. Thank you. And it is my pleasure to introduce our community to Bernard Johnson, who is the Director of Programs for Enterise. Good afternoon. Excited to be a part of the call. Thank you for welcoming me. Thank you, Bernard. And so what I'd like to do first is go through our list of guests and have them tell you a little bit about themselves. And I'll start with Nikita, but before Nikita introduces herself, um, we want to extend a congratulations. Nikita has been with the Chamber of Commerce as our program director for Leadership Greensboro and has done an amazing job with that program. And she has been promoted to the role of VP Leadership, Diversity and Inclusion. So Nikita, please introduce yourself to everybody and tell a little bit about your background. Thank you, Tracy. Yes, I'm very excited about this new role and this new opportunity to, to expand my impact with our um, businesses, especially our minority-owned businesses. Um, I've been with the Chamber for three years, and, um, and, and prior to that, I've always been in a capacity where I've been able to help either individuals or organizations transform. Um, so this is a um, unique opportunity for me to expand that. I've also been very close to entrepreneurship in my family and that I have um, four family members who have been um, long-term entrepreneurs, um, some employer-based, some sole proprietors. So I'm very passionate about minority-owned businesses, small businesses, and I'm excited about this opportunity. Excellent. Thank you, Nikita. We're very excited about you working with the MBA companies. Um, and we know that this is going to be a new partnership with Launch Greensboro. Um, Luann, would you tell us a little bit about your background and also about Launch and the connection between the MBA and Launch Greensboro? Great, thank you. And yes, so Launch Greensboro is the, as Tracy said, the launch entrepreneurship arm of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. And we have been working with entrepreneurs for many years. The Chamber has supported entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship in our community for close to 20 years. And a very concerted effort was uh, culminated about four and a half years ago 
when I started and we really have begun developing programs that are truly around building a pipeline of entrepreneurs that have ideas to sustainable businesses. And so this new partnership um, with the Minority Business Accelerator and the member engagement team to continue that pipeline build from not just small business to large and scalable businesses is really exciting to us. And especially this partnership with Bernard and Enterize. My background is varied from financial planning and um, management in manufacturing businesses to a family owned business to academia. But suffice it to say, I've spent the last over 20 years working with entrepreneurs, starting, building, and growing businesses, both from a programmatic, consultancy, employee, and funding standpoint. Excellent. Thank you, Luann. And Nikita, um, before we do the intro into um, Bernard and Enterprise, um, let's talk just a little bit about the Minority Business Accelerator and its history. Um, so if you could just tell us a little bit about how it got started, where it got started, and, and where it's at today. Okay. Um, so we began the Minority Business Accelerator here about three years ago. Um, we were visiting, we're on an inner city visit to Chattanooga, Tennessee, where we learned about their um, similar program, their accelerator program. And, um, and we brought that that knowledge back to Greensboro and formed a task force of people who were really passionate about um, accelerating and growing the minority business sector here. And, um, and we formed the current iteration of the Minority Business Accelerator. And we've had some, some good wins and made some great connections for our companies since and, um, and generated over 4 million in revenue in just three years with that for our minority businesses. Awesome. And I know in the past year that I've been here with the chamber working with the Minority Business Accelerator has been um, enlightening. It's been wonderful work. Um, I think the intent um, with the program is that when it started out, we were very focused on making strategic introductions to the community. So it was about connecting companies that had the skill set and the scalability to um, larger corporations in town and, and making those connections. And that I think is what has led to those successful connections and, and being able to bring in that revenue. And I think the timing is prime for us to expand out into the education side. And that is definitely where launch has its strength is, is building that wraparound um, for those partner companies and, and really giving them that education piece that they need. So I think that is, is how we landed on doing some searches. Luann, I remember we were in a conversation um, a while back around strategic direction and, and making pathways and, and connecting that pipeline. And so we started to do some research and we very quickly found a program that we absolutely loved in Greenville. Um, at about the same time that I got a phone call from Bernard about Enterprise, and that was that same program. And sometimes those those things just happen um, at the same time, and, and that lets you know that it's definitely something you need to look at. So, Bernard, will you tell everybody just a little bit about Enterprise and about the Streetwise MBA program? Absolutely. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, Enterprise is a national nonprofit uh, that is headquartered in Boston, Massachusetts. 
And over the past 16 years, our mission has been intentionally driven by working to scale established small business owners that are owned and operated in low to moderate income communities. And because of that, our programs are always going to have a heavy focus on business owners that are minority. Uh, the data continues to show us the wide disparity as it relates to the wealth gap and also for scaling business owners that are, um, that are minority. And so what we really focused on is working with um, our partners like Greensboro to identify different ways to create pathways for those local business owners to not only scale effectively, but to also be a part of that greater ecosystem. And in doing so, what we've been able to see is a true historical rate of jobs created, jobs retained, revenue growth numbers, and most importantly, we're seeing some of the foundation as it relates to identifying different ways to solve for the wealth gap as it relates to entrepreneurship. Bernard, I know one of the things that I was very impressed with as we were researching Enterprise was some of the impact numbers. Um, we are in year three of our five-year long-range plan, which is our growth strategic plan. Um, two very important metrics that we track for growth um, is revenue created by um, the Minority Business Accelerator. We also look very closely at job creation and retention. Can you share a little bit um, from your impact reports on those metrics? Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, as as you noted, one of the things that's important for these business owners is to be able to show that growth in real time and over time. And uh, we do an impact report on an annual basis. And so last year, although there was quite a bit of dialogue in the media around business owners um, having a surplus of opportunities for, for jobs, um, even in that environment, our business owners created jobs at about four times the rate of the private sector um, with an average salary right around 3% higher than the national average. And most importantly, 60% of those new employees were hired locally. On top of that, when we start to talk about increases as it relates to bottom line and revenue, um, a program that is always going to be focused and centered around minority entrepreneurships, those businesses are at the most highest end of our um, revenue growth rates year to year. And last year, those business owners came in at the um, average revenue growth right around 77% per business. And to break it down into numbers, um, business owners that entered into our program, as I mentioned, are likely to add at least one, two, three FTEs, okay? On top of that, when we looked at our entire network, um, the average revenue growth was right around 63%. And again, the minority firms achieved a higher rate right around 77%. And so um, some of the things that we'll be focusing on here in Greensboro are no different than we do with some of the other chambers that we've partnered with, like the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, like the uh, Northern Kentucky Greater Cincinnati African-American Chamber of Commerce up in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, all of these chambers have a really true interest in making sure that minority business owners achieve 
greater degrees of success by way of providing them the right tools, resources, and networks to leverage opportunities in real time and over time. So we're excited to be able to offer this program with the Greensboro MBA and Launch Greensboro. Um, it's a new market for us, um, and we're really excited to get started. Thank you, Bernard. We're excited too. Um, Luann, um, can you talk a little bit about where the Enterprise program fits within the pipeline that exists today with Launch and with the Chamber? So the pipeline build that we do, um, like I mentioned, we really focus on that in our programming. So from that perspective, we have ideation sessions um, that we do with the community. So if you're an entrepreneur that's got an idea, we'd love to meet with you and um, bring together a group of folks that provide feedback. Additionally, we have boot camps that help really focus entrepreneurs on understanding who their customer is and around the customer discovery concept. We also have our accelerator program called Launch Lab. And so our Launch Lab program is run in two cohorts, our 101 cohort and our growth cohort. And this Enterprise program is perfectly fit. It perfectly fits right after our growth program. Um, we continue to work with our Launch Lab growth companies through our Sustain program. And this, these companies are really in the process of, of beginning to scale their business. So as we have minority-owned businesses, which we work with about 65 to 70% minority-owned businesses through our programs, we have the opportunity to really continue supporting these businesses with, a, with another structured program, which we know works and has some amazing outcomes. So we're really thrilled to, to provide that next tool for companies that reach that level of true scalability um, with this existing program that's proven successful. Thank you. Along that same line, Bernard, can you talk a little bit about what does the ideal company look like um, for the program? Yeah, great question, Tracy. And so what we're looking for are business owners that have um, been around for about two years or more. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, it's really important that we are working with job creators and sustainers. So we're looking for that business owner also to have at least one employee other than themselves. Um, thirdly, uh, these are business owners that are going to have revenues um, typically approaching or at the six-figure level on up to about $10 million. And I'd say most importantly, um, really a commitment and a desire to grow effectively as a part of a cohort of business owners that are in similar places in, in, in terms of their development. So it's important that that business owner understands that they are also a part of a larger narrative and they're working right alongside their fellow business owners as they're looking to scale and grow effectively. Um, Nikita, can you talk a little bit about the existing um, MBA portfolio companies and how they can connect into Enterprise um, and also Leadership Greensboro and how some of the other programs that we have connect in with, with the Enterprise program? Yes, as I know, as um, Bernard mentioned, that they one of the things that they do is they established companies and many of our um, portfolio companies um, are established companies, they have um, significant revenues, but they are still 
um, opportunity for them to build their capacity. Um, and this, the Enterprise program gives them the opportunity to do that um, based on the curriculum. Um, certainly any company can, um, you know, any minority owned company can say that access to capital is a challenge for them. So um, understanding more financial management um, would, and, and resource management would certainly help um, even our portfolio companies who've already, um, who've already achieved some, some growth. Um, so I think it'd still be very meaningful for those companies as well. Um, we also um, have the opportunity within the chamber to work with a lot of different um, people in the business community, um, including in our Leadership Greensboro program, where we have um, people from diverse backgrounds, um, some who are um, who are legacy um, who have legacy companies, who are CEOs, who are founders of their own organization, who I think could tie into the MBA program in a number of ways, um, in, in, including um, CEO mentoring, um, coaching, that type of thing. I think we could certainly continue to provide those connections between the two programs. Right. Speaking of connections, um, that brings to mind um, our connections cohort. Um, so for all of the folks who are listening in to the podcast, um, you know that we lost um, our, our dear EVP of member engagement, Kathy Lester, um, about a year and a half ago. And Kathy had built the Minority Business Accelerator. Um, one of the things that we have done in honor of Kathy um, and in memory of Kathy was to form the Connections Cohort. And that is a group of 10 companies um, that need the extra one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so we've been providing that to that group of cohort members. Um, we also give them a one-year membership into the Chamber of Commerce and they get very hands-on advice um, from the Chamber throughout the, the many different programs that we have. Um, so we're very excited um, to see the Enterprise program come into fruition. We will have um, some of those cohort members will be ready to enter into that very first cohort um, for Enterprise, um, and the others will continue to work with us. So that that is another really special connection that we get to see come together through the program. Um, so we're very excited about that too. Um, I'm glad Bernard mentioned um, Chattanooga. Um, as we were looking um, at the partnership, um, one of the things that, that just kept popping up was um, what, other, what other markets, what other cities um, is the program offered in? Um, and Enterprise Partners, and Bernard can correct me if these numbers have probably gone up since the, the last time I wrote them down, um, but they have over 30 partners in over 110 communities. Um, and as we started to look through that list, um, some of our good friends started to pop out immediately. So Nikita mentioned the inner city visit to Chattanooga. Well, Chattanooga was one of the first names that we saw. Um, so that was definitely um, a positive. Two years later, we visited Columbus, Ohio. Columbus is on the list. And then our last inner city visit location was Louisville. And Louisville also is on the list. Um, the program was modeled after the uh, Minority Business Accelerator program in Cincinnati, and by no surprise, Enterprise is also partnered in Cincinnati, so that's very exciting. Um, Bernard, I know you guys also um, have partnerships with Greenville and, and with Charlotte. Um, can you talk a little bit about what makes those communities ripe for the program and also what kind of community support makes those programs successful? 
Yeah, that's a great lead in. And I'll start by saying on a personal note, um, you know, my, my parents are from Alabama. In fact, they marched um, in some of those famous Selma, Alabama marches. They both went to Selma University. And I grew up and I know the story about the Greensboro Four. So um, when I think about our footprint in the South, uh, it was all intentional. And so I work with the city of Charlotte and their you know, economic inclusion initiative came out of a disparity study that was done and had um, you know, the city of Charlotte really dead last as it relates to you know, being able to, to scale effectively as a business owner. And I really applaud them for, for creating a program that was designed to do just that. Um, you know, similarly, when we, when we look at Greenville, South Carolina, and their, their program at the Chamber, their Minority Business Accelerator, again, intentionally focused on raising the profile of those business owners and making sure that they have those connections that are key and paramount to success. So I look at Greensboro and this amazing team here with Tracy and Luann and Nikita and all the work that has already been done. Um, around identifying different pathways for business owners, I see something similar happening here, but it'll be, again, native to the population. And that's the unique part about what we do when we talk about collaborating. Yes, we have a curriculum in the program, but we also have the ability to design some key attributes at the local level that are really important and really pressing and need um, some attention to. So, um, again, the South has been a very important part of our portfolio. We're partnered as well with the Commonwealth of Virginia for their Small Business Supply Diversity Program. Tracy mentioned our work that we do in Chattanooga with the National Urban League. Uh, we're partnered now in four cities in Tennessee, um, as well as with Tennessee Valley Authority. And, um, you know, so, you know, Greensboro is coming into, um, you know, a marketplace for us that has been great in terms of really pushing the needle forward as it relates to scaling minority um, small business owners. Nikita, could you tell us as we talk about community involvement, um, could you talk a little bit about some of the other stakeholders that we've spoken with um, and ones that we hope will be engaged in the program? Definitely. We're really fortunate in Greensboro to have a number of um, partners and stakeholders um, who I'm sure we will collaborate with. Um, they include corporate partners um, such as Truist and VF Corporation, um, who've been there from the beginning and, and early adopters with us. So we have a number of other organizations that we'll also partner with, including um, Piedmont Business Capital, East Greensboro Now, um, our own internal connections cohort as well as uh, within Launch, Launch Greensboro, their Launch Lab cohort and Launch Lab sustainers, the Carolinas, Carolina Virginia Minority Supplier Diversity Council, um, City of Greensboro, as well as um, Guilford County. Thank you, Nikita. Um, another question I think folks will be interested in knowing, um, because we have mentioned our cohorts and we've mentioned our minority business accelerator portfolio companies. Um, when we start to think about what our first cohort in this program will look like, um, we know ideally we want to look at, you know, maybe around 18 to 20 businesses. So are those going to be current MBA businesses or, or are we looking at a completely new group of folks? 
certainly we and um, those some of those companies might include our MBA companies, but we're also um, looking at um, bringing in other companies within the cohort that are um, also established and looking to expand their capacity. So definitely. Awesome. And Luann, I know that you've got some folks who have gone through some of your programs that would be ideal candidates as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think they're excited to meet some new folks too. Um, we have we have seen, and I know Bernard can attest to this, cohort building is amazing for businesses at similar stages. And so I'm excited to watch as these businesses at scale build relationships and support each other through this program. So I know our companies that we've worked with will be thrilled with that as well. To, to build off what Luann mentioned as it relates to the cohort, it's important to note a couple of different things. Number one, this program will work for really any industry. So it doesn't matter if you are um, you know, running a landscaping business or you're running a you know, doggy daycare. This program is designed for business owners that are a certain stage and scale. And that cohort is, model is important because of the ability to build community amongst yourselves. And so when we're thinking about really what's important here, we're creating these behavioral-based changes and you're doing them in real time with other business owners that are going through the same challenges as it relates to what's keeping them up at night. Um, you know, thinking about different ways to innovate around customer portfolio. And most importantly, making sure that you're creating the right types of strategy and reporting systems that are going to allow you to have a greater peace of mind and to be able to grow and scale effectively. So that community of practice that we create amongst our business owners and the cohort is really hugely valuable. So thank you, Luann, for touching on that. Agreed. I think one of the things that I am the most excited about is seeing um, some of our minority business accelerator companies that have really um, grown and just grown to the point that they will likely participate in the program as mentors or as coaches. And so I think this this creates a really nice pipeline of individuals who will come in, they will go through this program, um, they will be part of the Minority Business Accelerator, um, or they may graduate out and, and be part of our existing industry and some of our councils. So it's just a very exciting path. Um, and I think we have a lot of um, businesses that are all along that pathway already. And I think that's one of the things that I'm, I'm just really excited to see. Nikita, I know we would be excited to talk about this for hours and hours, but that doesn't make for the best podcast episode um, with folks' attention spans, um, but would like to ask, as far as the timeline goes, and for folks that are interested in learning more about participating in the program, could you tell us a little bit about how to contact you and when we expect to start? Yes, so we'd love to start yesterday, but we will be recruiting um, in the next month. So please um, look for details about that soon if you're interested. Um, certainly, if there are companies who are interested in learning more now, they're more than welcome um, to reach out to me. My email address is uh, my first name, uh, excuse me, first initial last name. That's N Green, N G R E E N E at greensboro.org if you're interested. We hope to launch the program as well at the, in the first part of the new year. Nikita, I know you've been hard at work um, since September 1st when you stepped into this very big role. Um, 
assessing where the Minority Business Accelerator is today and where it has the potential to go. I know you've also done the same thing um, in regards to the Chamber's overall diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. So could you really briefly give us a um, an overview of how this fits in and, and some of the other things that we're working on? Sure. Thank you, Tracy. Yes, I think um, in the last few months, we've, um, all of us, I think as a nation, have collectively um, realized that there is more work to be done as it relates to equity and inclusion. And um, as a prominent part of the community, um, I think those of us here at the Chamber realized that we needed to make sure we were um, a significant part of, um, of the work that needs to be done. So in addition to um, bringing on Enterprise to help us to scale our Minority Business Accelerator program and, and provide opportunity for more capacity for those businesses in our accelerator, we've also um, looked you know, to um, look within our organization to see what things can we do here um, and what opportunities can we provide for the community at large to just become far more aware of equity and inclusion and to, you know, to help to spark some dialogue in that regard. So we began by um, signing a community pledge that we are, this is not gonna be lip service, that we're gonna have action oriented around our equity and inclusion um, efforts that we, um, um, that we're also going to join, you know, in with other partners in, in doing so, that we're going to have open, honest conversation. We also um, led the city in our One City, One Film um, initiative. We um, encouraged the city to watch the film, The Hate, the Hate You Give, and, and to engage with us in a dialogue around um, policing, around um, equity, systemic racism, those kinds of things. We had a phenomenal um, series of discussions with a diverse array of um, community partners um, over those three nights. Uh, we've also um, continued internally to, to look at ways in which we can um, improve as much as we can with regard to our own equity and inclusion policies. And we're, um, we're testing things here. We've um, all taken implicit um, bias tests. We've done some amazing training with the Racial Equity Institute to make sure we have a common language regarding equity and inclusion as well. And we are continuing to assess those things and um, and, and we'll look to provide other recommendations to our companies that are um, within our membership uh, regarding our efforts. So we've had an amazing start in the past few months and I can only imagine how much more we can do in the next few. Right, um, Nikita, I think I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned the community pledge. So um, for all of our friends who signed the community pledge, don't be surprised when I call you. Um, to follow up on that pledge with the opportunities to support this program. We are thrilled that we will be able to offer this at no cost to the cohort members. And that will be done by securing sponsorship and support um, from community partners. Um, we've mentioned Truist, we've mentioned VF Corporation. They were two of the very first um, to come on board with grants to support the program. Um, so don't be surprised if I called you, um, if you sign up, for, if you sign the community pledge. Um, I think it was a great testament um, for all of those efforts, um, the partnership with the library. Um, we had a lot of inquiries that came into the chamber um, 
from the work that has come out of other voices and out of the Minority Business Accelerator. This is something we've been involved in um, and have been passionate about for a long time. So I think that really spoke to that, um, that we had that outreach. Thank you, Nikita. Thank you, Luann. Um, thank you, Bernard. I know we have many, many more hours of chatting offline, um, but it has been a great pleasure and we are so looking forward to getting started. Um, thank you again, everyone who um, listened to the podcast today. Um, and just remember, it's midweek. So um, please seek out resources and education on minority businesses in our community um, and across the country. Thanks so much. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Impact the Borough is recorded at Press Play Studios. Producers are Brody Cohen-Glaze and Holly West. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.